It's episode 116. He is Patrick. I am James. How are you? I'm great. The season's over. It's it's postseason season. It's postseason season. <laughs> postseason season with season. All the, the SZNs that I, come with that. I'm kind of a no. I'm tired of that. Are you tired of that? I'm tired of the SZN now. I never got on board with it in the first place, but I understood that it was it was a thing, and I'm not I'm not gonna harp on anything that brings someone joy in a tweet or their I don't know I right. don't know right but yeah but everybody was something season and I was like all right that's enough yeah even, even though I have a shirt that says spooky season on it <laughs> it's got a skeleton on it <laughs> so stupid that I made that, uh, I had, that I had custom made for myself what's worse the uh, the people that that season everything or the people who on October first are like go ahead and wake up Green Day now. Oh God! Yeah, no, the, yeah, that's just as bad as the. Um, it's gonna be May, with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yes. It's like you yes. fucking idiots. Calendar nerds. Uh, I mean, they're a very small niche, but they are a prevalent niche. Yeah, that's just, and it's like, and then all like the older people, on the on social media, like they're just now learning memes. So they think that's the funniest thing they've ever seen because they haven't been on the internet. So then it gets those jokes get recycled. Like, oh my god, here we go. We did this in 2014. No, no. Yeah, Yeah. and so they don't. So they're just now getting memes, and they just think it's the greatest thing. (laughs) And they're sending them in their chain letters to their haunted aunt or whatever. I got (laughs) I got included in in a in a very big Facebook message. Facebook Messenger like thread with a bunch of like older professionals from where I used to work, and it was it was about health insurance and politics. Like it was just the worst. Yeah, that's what they're using. That's what they're using Facebook for now. It's just like, like I'll talk to my mom about it, and it's just like that. Just your timeline or whatever. It's feed or whatever it is. It's a feed on Facebook, I guess. I was like, that just sounds like absolute hell. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's just people posting like stuff that's not real, like the fake news, like something that's like if you don't if you if you don't click on this twice, your your profile will be put on a public registry and you will be <laughs> siphoned off to the real devil himself to eat your bones. <laughs> and they're all reposting it like that's the real thing that happens. I'm like mom, it, like, it makes it makes perfect sense that Facebook is like the ground war or the ground zero for. For like politics debates because like Russians are like seven years behind everybody else anyway, so they can just like they're just discovering memes as like everyone who's over the age of fifty is discovering memes, and so it's deadly effective, but but not through any sh- sort of shared circumstance other than well they're super behind everybody else as well. Yeah, that's why those Russians keep sending me messages on MySpace. I'm just like, what do you, how do you guys get in this? <laughs> they're just now getting it. They were like they're like, "Hello, sir, put me in your top 8." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> we're Republicans. Like, "What? Ah, this isn't a thing." <laughs> they hit me on MySpace. Like, I you have a spoon song, comrade. Yeah, your, yeah. your autoplay. The autoplay. I know, you know what, and we'll get to our sponsor in a second, but I, I just want to say that I never trusted anybody who, like, could mod out their MySpace page. <laughs> it's like they had, like, they it was just a little bit too custom. Yeah. Like, everything was moving. It's like, okay, I know that you could go get the templates and you can get the song and all that stuff. That's all. But the ones that had just, it was just super custom. It's like, all right, buddy, like, <laughs> we, we see you, QAnon. 
it's the second life of social media was MySpace. Like it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's yeah, that's a, that was a different world. So yeah, so yeah. We're, so we're old. Politics are just as annoying. Baseball's <laughs> somewhat annoying, but not that bad if you're an Astros fan. Yeah, things are good, right? Bro, yeah, Bravado Spice is is still wonderful. I I was very panicked, and then I found uh, a bottle of the Serrano and Basil like in a in a different drawer that I, that we don't normally keep that stuff in. That's and weird. I got very excited. So well, that's fun that you. Um, hit, I guess you hit it from yourself, but that's just weird that it's in the. The junk drawer. That's not good. Yeah, it's like it's like when it, it, in, like when we lived up north, like there would be like one time I, there'd be a coat when it, when it finally started to get warm again. We, you put like a twenty dollar bill in your coat pocket. Yes. And then and then forget about it. And then like the first day that you have to wear a coat, like it's super depressing. So you're like, I'm gonna have to wear this for the next five months. And then and then you find a twenty, and it just makes it a little bit better. Like that. I don't know if that's what I was doing, but that's that's what happened. You know what we should we should honestly and, and and do this with bravado spice because it it is the best. But apply that to all aspects of your life. Just kind of hide stuff for the future, just to give you like sporadic joy throughout the year. <laughs> yeah. Because you there's so much going on. Like I guarantee you forget you do it. Like there is oh, if yeah. you just if you just like on a whim put something somewhere and then go about your business, you will not remember that you put it there. Within five minutes, guaranteed it's forgotten. So do that with the sauce. I still haven't. I have to. Uh, I need to hit James up just so I can talk intelligibly about the uh, Akamiso. I've I've watched some of the reviews that they've gotten on some of the the uh, the hot sauce. I guess they have hot sauce YouTube pages and blog. I guess everybody's got a vlog now. Yeah. Vlog. What a dumb name. But uh, they're getting. It's getting crazy good reviews. And I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just like, is that like the soup that I don't ever eat when I get Chinese food? <laughs> is that like the shitty soup? Is, is, is miso like the, the stuff at Benihana's they bring out? And you're like, I don't want this. But they still make you have, they still make you towel, have it. The, the towel sweat the, from the chef. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want this. I'm about to eat a bunch of meat and rice. Like, I don't need, I don't need this. But everybody's so excited to get their soup. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. And then, you, and then you're also, I'm also ignoring the salad with the orange stuff on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm basically I'm just ranting against Benihana. Like I don't I don't eat <laughs> I don't I don't want any of the stuff before the meat and rice. So that's that's where I'm at with that. But I do want to try the Akamiso. I know it's going to be super hot and I'm probably going to throw it up, but <laughs> but it'll be a fun story to tell on this. So Bravado Spice, yeah. Bravado Spice, it's the spice of your life. All right. All right, we got baseball to talk about. All right, so the Astros are the this is the best Houston Astros team in history of the franchise. That's pretty tight. Uh, and the crazy, and I think we've talked about this before, but like this is the best, uh, this is the best Astros team ever assembled uh, since 2018, which was the best team ever assembled since 2017. Like it's crazy. I mean, <clears throat> each year McTaggart said, you know, it's the first time in baseball history that a team has won 100 games and then improved their win totals over the next two seasons after the first time they won 100 games. Like that's, this is the age that we're living in, and and I. But it's the I mean, same. Wanna... T- but it's the same team. A few pieces aside, you got the Michael Brantleys, and you, you've got young guys coming up, Jordan coming up. But it's just our our guys still coming into their own, which should terrify everybody else, because it's it's the same team. It's the same core developing and growing and getting better, and still not even at its peak, in my opinion. I it might not be. I mean, I mean, not even close. <laughs> How wide is the window? Like, I, what? Because I, mean, I, I was telling somebody, like, it, it, there's a day coming where we don't have three Hall of Famers in the rotation, 
And it's going to be, and when someone strikes out, they only strike out eight guys in six innings. And you're like, are they hurt? Like, like there's a, there's a serious like expectation adjustment coming. And I don't think it's going to, it's not going to be next in not, it's not going to be next year, maybe the year after, but I mean, at some point like the, the, this, you, unless Luno is actually like bathing in, in virgin blood, like it, it doesn't just get better every year until the world ends. Like the the window closes a little bit, and I'm not. They're not going to go. I don't think they're going to go back to a 60 win team. But but I mean, the, how much longer do you think that what we're seeing, and what we're seeing is not normal by any stretch of the imagination, but where our new normal starts to starts to kind of fade a little bit. That's 2021 plus. Okay. And, and that so and that and that's even this. and that's even but that's even with that's without Garrett Cole. Because you're talking Verlander Granke. Verlander Granke McCullers. Yeah. McCullers. And, and, Garrett, and Garrett Cole staying here. I, I'm I'm just, I'm going to, I'll die on that hill. And I'm just, Garrett Cole's not going anywhere. And especially if he wins a Cy Young, he's not going anywhere. Not that that, like, that has any difference. But that just, like, just ties you to a place. Like, why? You're not going to come here and become the best pitcher ever and then just leave. And then just go somewhere else. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not saying he takes a discount, but I'm not saying that that's off the table. I think it's in it, it's in his best interest, and it's in Scott Boris's best interest to get an extension done, because you don't want to have a Keuchel. And I don't. Garrett Cole is not Dallas Keuchel. There's not the same questions about Garrett Cole that there were about Keuchel. But I mean, Kimbrel didn't didn't sign until what, like June? Right. And there's Keuchel no, uh, didn't sign until June. But but, but the, the way that the, the the way that the market has shifted is that you. You see, if if the you want the player and the agent to panic, and Boris, I mean Boris looked bad last year, last offseason. Scott Boris looked bad. But those were with, but the, okay, now now Kimbrel, Kimbrel is on it was on a different level than Dallas Keuchel. This is no shot to, it's no slide at well, Dallas. Keuchel's been better. Than no, it, well, I no, mean, but I mean, but I mean, like it's just the way. Uh, the the caliber of free agent, and that's not a slight to Dallas Keiko. We know how good he is. We know how good he was for us, and how good he's been going forward. But Garrett Cole is a Bryce Harper, is a man, yeah. is a Manny Machado, is a guy that it doesn't matter what the market is, he is the market. Yeah, no, that's true. So it it behooves the Astros to get an extension done, but it behooves Boris and Garrett Cole if they're going for a cash grab then of course you're going to go want as much money as you can get when he's the best pitcher on planet earth which he is right now mm-hmm. so I I, I I still think he stays but uh, it's just interesting to see what, what happens I don't know I just wonder I wonder what experiences did Boris have last year you know I mean Garrett Cole pitched with Keuchel for in, in 2018 you know, watching Keuchel, you know, you go to you show up to spring training and Keuchel doesn't have a job. You start the season and Keuchel doesn't have a job. Like, how much of what happened to the market last year is going to impact um, financial decisions this year? And uh, if the Astros come in with a two twenty with a two hundred and twenty five million over seven years, you know, are you like, you know, it's it, that's close enough. I love it here. Um, you know, I, I know these guys. I know this organization. You know, they've they've literally changed my career, and they're gonna give me a t- almost a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, do it. And and Boris gets it done. The Astros win. Garrett Cole wins. Astros fans are happy. You know, th- that's that's the, ro- the that's the best case scenario for 
for fans. For every I guess, well, but. I mean, for everybody. Or do you think that they're more likely to do that? Lock him down. I I would prefer they lock him down. I want. Well, I mean, but but that's me being a fan too. Like saying, I want Garrett Cole pitching. I want a seven-year deal. I don't care if you have to load. You know, have it be backloaded. But is it more likely that we see an extension that's that puts it around 2021 with those guys and then reevaluate everything? Like they say, make 2021 the window, or that's whenever Verlander and Granke and McCullers, all that, and they just say, all right, let's see where we are as a franchise. If we won every World Series since then, then you maybe you don't, you know, maybe you make a different deal. You have a team option or a player opt-out clause or something like that. I mean, I mean nobody's going to be mad if you're like, all right, let's lock Garrett Cole up through when Verlander is, and let's just – and, like, here, be like, look, we're going to take care of you. Here's this money. It's obviously going to be something that he's going to want to work with, but it's not going to be his super mega deal, and he gets to ride out with his boys and with everybody else, and then they want to regroup, yeah. which is it's also what the team will be doing at that point because you've got Correa up. You got, I mean, around that around that time, it's just a time where they're gonna be they're gonna be making moves to go towards the next window. Yeah, which is still gonna have a lot of the same core too. So I mean, I'm I'm not saying the window is that, but the immediate window is 2021. So you have you know two two more years. Two more years, and and I mean, we've seen the Astros get uh, get creative with with contracts. They front loaded Gurriel's contract. They front loaded Scott Feldman's contract. That's what needs to be done to for to get cold on is to, to. or not to, to is to be backloaded. And and you know I wonder if you know, and and I mean, I, I'm trying not to be unreasonable as a fan, but to Jim Crane to be like, look, man, you you had a 26 million dollar payroll in 2013. Like you can take the luxury tax hit for one year, and and you you know you yeah you go over the but again that's not our money. Um, it's also like a $26 million hit, but like, but when you have that much money and I know it's easier, it's, it's funny. It's talking about this cause it's not our money and it's like, but when you have that much money, it's, it's also fair for us to say like, you don't even feel that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, it's something that's, it's actually unfathomable to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like yes. somebody was breaking down, like, and I don't want to. This isn't politics, so I don't want to. I don't want to get any messages saying that I was saying anything. But it was just. Uh, it, it's not even politics, but it was breaking down how much the the Walton family makes, and it was like you know per day, per per hour, and it was just. It was just such an obscene amount of money that uh, yeah. it's just. I was just. That's just a, a reference point that has nothing to do with anything. The Waltons make no, a lot I mean, of money, I, so no, so does. So does everybody else. That's Jim Crane, you know, and, and Jim Crane's a baseball fan. And, you know, I think, you know, and it's and let's not forget that there's like 20 something other owners that that if you and you're like, look, we're going to we're going to take a hit and it's going to be it's going to be about 15, 20 million dollars, you know, but but this is what this is what we need to do if we're going to keep coal around, you know, name one Houston based owner who also is a fan that is that is going to say no to that. And again, I'm, I'm very I realize that I am spending someone else's money. But, but I just don't. It's not like Garrett Cole's thirty-one with a history of shoulder issues. Like the dude's been healthy base almost his entire career. He's been healthy since he got here. Uh, he had that weird hamstring thing in Chicago. No, there's sort of there's not there's nothing like I I find it almost. And again, if it's a money thing, and Jim Crane comes on the TV and he says, "I'm sorry, I I just I, I we can't do it. This is why," and lays it out there. 
I, you know what? I'm not going to be happy about it, but I, I almost view it as not, not re-signing Garrett Cole is negligent. It's negligent. It, to it let is, the to let the best if you have the best he's a good dude he's a coach he's a mentor for the younger guys he's a workhorse he's he's everything you want in a in a player and a and a human being uh, to not sign the best player in the league with in their prime is just I, what are you doing yeah I, I just so I don't and and there's got to be tough decisions I just don't and and maybe this is just me being. The fan and I, I often think like if I was Jim Crane and I was if I owned a team and I had that much money and I bought it, I would be I'd pay everybody. <laughs> but I but I would but I would though I, I would as a fan of the game and I'm trying to win and I have that much money I would be one of those guys that's like yeah fuck it let's let's go. Yeah. You know, Especially like, and because it's not always going to be like this where the payroll is going to be like that. There's going to be ebb and flow, ebbs and flows. Like it's, <laughs> but right yeah. now. We're in a, it's, we're at the honey hole, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. And, and I think, I think you're right. I think, and again, I'm, this is probably just me as a fan talking, but give, taking into account what they gave up to get Grinky, um, you know, Corbin Martin, who again, you know, we all know he's not going to pitch until late next year as it is, but JB Bukowskis, like you're not as deep, uh, as you thought you, Forrest Whitley had his issues you know, you're He's not coming back around, but that's not something to write home about. I mean, I don't think anybody's on that page. No, but I'm. But what I'm saying is, like, where where we kind of thought the Astros might supplement the rotation with Corbin Martin or Bukowskis or Whitley, you know, if they needed to after, you know, because I don't think – I mean, Wade Miley collapsed way later than I thought he would. And we'll talk about him in a little bit. but. Yeah. You know, you you traded Martin and you traded Bukaskis. Whitley was a roller coaster this year. You don't know what you you know you he he has the talent, but is he has, does he have the mental game to he's, get there? Yeah, but he's still he's still a high ranked prospect, and he's still a guy that like you don't know what he is. I and I feel like and I don't I don't want this to come off as disrespectful to Corbin Martin because he was electric in his first start. He has great stuff, but I feel like. We know, and and that's the Astros included, know who Corbin Martin is. Yeah. And they know, and they they're like, okay, we know what his ceiling is. We know how where he yeah where he plateaus. We know who he is. We're willing to walk with this. You know, Forrest Whitley still has that that unknown factor because he he has great he has great stuff. He's got all the yep. intangibles. So it can all come together. That's I mean that's something that it's but I feel like those guys they. They kind of figured out who they were, and that's I, I don't know. I, I, I I'm with you that, with the with the filling in the rotation though. That there was a there was a moment earlier before those deals were done where we were like, okay, well we have these guys to fill in. It's it's easier to swallow that pill when you have McCullers coming back and Corbin Martin's looking electric, and you're like, then you have Bukaki. I can't even say his name. I'm drinking so much. Yeah. Bukaki. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me say Bukaki on the podcast ever again. Is it- I, I just think that, you know, you don't know what you have with Forrest Whitley, but you, you know exactly what you have with Garrett Cole. Right. Yeah, you know what you have, in that, and that's A++, the best in the league, and no signs of – I mean, it's tr- he's still trending up. Yeah. He's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is, and and that's. And I think we're trying to make the same point, but we're saying it in different ways. That we are. Like Forrest Whitley, Forrest Whitley 
you don't want to count on him to be your third starter, you know, after the year that he's had. But you're totally fine with with throwing him in the in the fifth spot, right? You know, so you know that you take. But to to just trade out Garrett Cole and expect Forrest Whitley to to pick up and you know to fill Garrett Cole's shoes, no one can do that. But but also okay. But and this is this is just devil's advocate, the real devil coming on the show. Hello, it's me, the real devil. But uh-huh. okay, now and and again, let's. Let me preface this by saying that I've just said that any Garrett Cole not being an Astro is negligent. But is it the end of the world if your rotation is Justin Verlander, Zach Granke, Lance McCullers Jr., and then you have an Arkady, you have a you got Forrest Whitley, you've got that's all right that right there at its peak potential is great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, and you've got you've got guys sort of down down the pipe a little bit like uh, dudes like Christian Javier yes who had an absolutely incredible season in the minors this year um yeah you know, uh, Brett Adcock you know the, the these dudes that are that were sort of started at quad cities down in like high a that's not even high a, that's low they a. playing with the quad city djs <laughs> yes <laughs> why like why do I keep making you know, that joke I don't know I, I'm tired of it myself <laughs> the they're a couple of years away I mean honestly if the, if the Astros win the World Series again, and and Crane or Luno comes on and they're comes out and they're like he wanted four hundred million dollars and we've decided not to go in that direction, and then he's going to sign like in May for a hundred and seventeen million dollars over twenty years and yeah with like what stupid. with like the fucking Nationals or something <laughs> yeah um, I just don't I, I and I we we talked about this at the live show like if you. If you, yeah, you might have to shell out for for Garrett Cole, but if you shell out for Garrett Cole, that means that the Rangers don't, that the Angels don't, that the Yankees don't, because God knows they have rotation issues. You know, every, that, but I mean, every team on every team on earth is in the market for a Garrett Cole. So I know everybody can't afford him, but like letting him. Well, they can. They just choose not to. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, right. But I mean, but there's some teams that have, like, that have very very strict operating payrolls. And, yeah. let's, and you know who can we can loop in with that? The Boston Red Sox cutting money, getting under the luxury tax. All, all of a sudden, times are hard in Boston. <laughs> Sully, Sully from Braintree is not happy. And that's that's a very that's another thing that we can we can talk on another day. But that's a very interesting move to what the, it seems like they bought some they bought some stuff up there in Boston. They did, and that was Dombrowski's thing. Like that's what he did. He blew it up to win now. And and he did that in Detroit. But you still have. But you still have pieces. Uh, I know, but they still have pieces. That I mean, they got a. You've got Devers. You got Betts. Like they have deals that they need to get done. That they have, they can win for be up there winning for a long time too. But they gotta lock up their core. And, and then they all of a sudden they're announcing that they're cutting cutting money. I I mean I'm not. I'm not. Well, they upset. gave crazy I'm de- money to David Price and Rick Porcello. Yeah. And I mean, they just they. <clears throat> they but, bet big and and it didn't it it worked last year obviously, um, but this year not so much. Yeah. So I, it's, I, no, I agree. It's negligent to, it's negligent to let Garrett Cole walk. I think a deal gets done, and I think they're going to be creative in how they structure the contract because I think it's in everybody's best interest to just go into the offseason knowing what you have ahead. Yeah, I'm. You know, you get, 
he knows Dallas Keuchel was thrown to like high school teams and like JUCO players just to try to stay keep his arm right. And, Garrett and Cole, get his, get but, his routine but Garrett in. Cole isn't Dallas Keuchel. Garrett Cole is a number one of number ones, uh, the best of all of the best. He's not a guy that's going to have that situation. Somebody is going to pay that number, whatever it is. Somebody will pay it. Garrett Cole will will not miss time like Dallas Keuchel, and that's not a slight to Dallas Keuchel. They yep. he severely, both of them, his agent included, severely. Uh, I don't want to say underestimated. They just they 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 misread the market. They misread the market and terribly, and it and that's what it resulted in. And and Dallas Keuchel kind of fell in that. The area, like, of course he's good and, sh- and should be in a starting rotation, but it just kind of felt like, oh, he wants this amount of money, and it just, there was a, a disconnect. But Garrett Cole, his, whatever he asks, he's going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean. He will get it somewhere. I mean, and he's, because he's worth it. You could, you could make the case that, that Bryce Harper got paid more than he's worth. You could make the case that Manny Machado got paid more than he's worth. You cannot look at Garrett Cole over the last two years and 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 find a flaw. What no. is, there's not there's not a there's not an injury, there's not some underlying like nerd stat that that says oh what you're seeing is not actually for real. No, the dude the dude was throwing a hundred in the seventh on on his in his last start of the season. He's striking out twelve and five and two thirds. Yeah. He, so he's doing he's doing big strikeout numbers that breaking all these records on and, and doing it in six innings pitched. He's not so he's not <laughs> he could definitely pitch all the innings, but he's doing it. He's so efficient that I, he's just so dominant. I, I so I yeah I, I think that he can whatever he wants he can get. I I think that I'm just leaning more towards the team doing some sort of extension, not doing the big seven year ten year deal right now. And just maybe getting it to the end of this window with with Verlander and Granky, and then you have those three and McCullers, and then I don't give a shit who I don't care who's the other guy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. Well, and the thing is, the they, thing they is can just rotate it, it, those guys. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, Urquidy has looked really good this year. Absolutely, but yeah. Jose, he, well, let's go. Let's go. Let's he go had into his that. Own ups and downs. Let's go in. Let's go into that because there is a there is a big contingent on on Twitter. And this, you know, we, we, every week I'm just like, here we go on Twitter. Uh, people that, that are clamoring for him to start a, a game four, and whether that's in the DS or the ALCS, I, I, I don't know. But, uh, and, and I'm not, I'm, I, I, I want to preface this by saying I'm not against him pitching. I'm just, I'm not for it. For, okay. a, guy, for a guy with, a, what, 31 career innings? So yeah, he's been great. He, he is no, I mean maybe maybe forty. No, he isn't. I mean no, he doesn't. He only has what five starts ever. So you're you're talking at four and uh, well. We're talking we're talking five even, starts. He I'll, I'll look it up. Like Wade Miley was his opener for like two of those starts in September. Well, I just okay the thing and uh, Wade Miley has not been good, and by not been good, he's been an absolute train wreck. Uh, he was he was better the other night. He he started out slow, but uh, AJ let him settle in, and I think that was telling to uh, to where AJ is with Wade that, that he hasn't lost confidence in him. Because if if AJ's over Wade Miley, he's yanked out of that game and he's done with it. But he let him he let him settle in, and he ended up having a decent outing. He still gave he up three. Threw, he threw ninety three pitches in four innings against the Angels, and Urquidy threw seventy nine and six and shut him down. 
I understand that. The next night. Okay, but Wade Miley is also is he's fourteen and five on the season. I don't know what I think that's not updated. He's still a sub four ERA. I, I just I, I know baseball is a lot of what have you done for me lately, but you can't ignore the, those months that he was going, giving you quality start, three runs or less every fucking time he went out, and we were in awe of him. Um, I, I, I think that can't that cannot that can't be just completely discredited because he was bad for a few starts. Keiko was that bad as Wade Miley was in the first month of 2018. And, and the issue, and he and, settled and in just fine. And was is that, how? What's the difference? Is when they did it. It's not. It's the same fucking thing. It, it, but it's not. I don't think that it is. Why? Um, Why? Just because, it, because of the timing, and 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 I think that with Miley, if Miley comes in 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 September, and wake I me mean, up when he, September it, ends, it's buddy. A, it's a complete bed crapping. Is what is what Wade Miley did. Yes. I mean, we're talking like six, like plus, I'm, like sixteen ERA plus. I'm not, and, I'm not arguing, and but the, the, so that's only a testament to how good he was previous because he's still a sub four ERA on the season. And that's true. You, I mean, it, it, but it, that would be he, a number he, one he, starter for the New York Yankees. That ERA. <laughs> he has not gotten stronger as the no, year went on. No, he's been terrible, and I don't, I don't, so I don't want to mix the two. I don't. I'm not defending. He's he has been as bad as ever. But I still trust a seasoned Wade Miley on the hill in a pivotal game four with an absolute quick hook, which it always it already is in the postseason. Nobody if if Wade Miley gives up a leadoff home run and two base hits, AJ Hinch is pulling him. There, there's in the postseason you're not letting him you're not letting you're not you're not letting him settle in to see what happens or letting him work out of a gym. You're yanked. So so what's wrong with having a Miley go out there, and if he's on, he's on. And if not, you have a Peacock or a Urquidy to come in and 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 bridge it that way. See, I think that's where that, that's you're, co- where you're covered. Personally... So there's no reason to start a kid. And, and this is no slight to him; he's been great. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't know. This is more of just, and this could be just me being. Uh, I don't know what the the, the term would be, just because I'm not against rookies pitching in the postseason, but I am pro experience because it's a different, it's it's a mental toughness, it's a different game, and I don't, he's not, Urquidy just he was in Double A in this year, like he he just got he's, up so here, yeah. and he's started been, in Double A. Yeah. He's been pitching great, and again, it's no knock on him, but I don't want him starting a game four, which is either a I mean, it's a, it's a pivotal game. I don't care what the series is. If it's in the DS, then it's crucial. And if it's and if it's in the you know if it's in the CS, depending on what's going on. But you're either you know you're trying to swing the series back, or you're trying to to win it possibly. Or I mean, there's game four is important, even though everybody's game four starter is gonna be trash. See, I think, and that's think where that's where we're see... at. Where there's no where we this we could be talking about nothing, you know? Yeah, no, I I think if if it's if, if it's the ALCS and the Astros are up 3-0 and Verlander threw, you know, four days ago, then you you go the Pete Monroe route and and you throw you would throw Urquidy or Miley you throw someone and just just sort of see what happens. But I but I think that that where Urquidy has the edge for me is that how many times this season did he come in in the second or third and give you three or four strong innings and get it to guys like Harris and Presley right. Suna? Yeah, I don't think you after. After however long Wade Miley's been in the in the league, I, he 
I don't. <clears throat> I, I want to say he's never just he's never been that long man, and 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 he can't get the he can't get through the first. Like I mean, where Peacock makes sense as a reliever is that he's he's really excellent the the first time and the second time through the rotation. Third time, he had a tendency to to sort of get lit up that that third time through. Wade Miley's had trouble getting out of the first inning for and just that's a few starts. Just a few starts. But it's been against the Mariners and and the, the also, also the A's. Like it, I know, but that's they're major league baseball players. Don't yeah, who they're doing it against is is a completely irrelevant argument to me because I don't care if they're bad overall. You're still playing against the best. They can hit a fast. True. They can hit a fastball, especially a guy who's not dominant. He has the same. It's the same thing of the Dallas Keuchel factor, where if he's just off. His margin for error is so much slimmer than somebody who throws 101 because he's got to, you know, he's got to work the corners and he's got to use the finesse. But he's gonna, he doesn't have stuff to overpower you, so every single person that takes it at a bat against Wade Miley can hit his fastball. I mean, but that doesn't mean he's not effective. He just can't overpower guys, and where JV and Garrett Cole can can throw mistakes and get it by a guy because they're overpowering. Wade Miley can't do that. An 88-mile-an-hour fastball, 90-mile-an-hour fastball, it's just anybody can touch it up anytime. So, I, I mean, who he did it against shouldn't be an indictment on him. They're they're, they're a major league team. You can get God at any time. No, that, that, that sort of – I mean, I, I do I do look into that a little bit more. I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're one of the 750 best. But, I mean, do you think the Round Rock Express could have beaten the Mariners this year? Probably. <laughs> so I mean, they're the best, but they're the best in their organization. Like, yeah, they're really good. They're better. They could whoop, whoop us, no question. But there's still a a talent gap from team well, to team. But there there is, but there's still like there's enough parity to where those are still professional baseball players. And on any given day, sometimes a guy just doesn't have it, or they have it, and you're just like, how in the hell is this team doing that? When I mean, sometimes you just get blown up. And it's just, yeah, uh, and, no, it's, and, and and that's, it's just, and that can work for either way. So, I mean, I don't, <clears throat> I, it just I don't. looks to me like, like Miley got tired and, and you, like he, he's thrown more innings. I don't have the, okay. So, but, okay. So I did me, pull but, up Urquidy. Urquidy is in, has 41 career innings pitched. Granted, this is his first year. In the majors. Yeah. Yes. Seven starts. So, I mean, and yeah, he's got, his ERA is about the same as Wade Miley's 395. And yes, he's great lately, and I'm and I'm reading like the crawfish boxes is writing articles like is 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 Jose Urquidy the 2019 Brandon Backey? No, <laughs> no one is Brandon. Backey. Brandon Backey is a postseason goat. He's a beach criminal, a seasoned beach crook. <laughs> get his no, name out. Yeah, of your mouth, yeah. Get your name. Get his name out of your mouth. Like if, unless you have one of those beach cruising bikes and he's stealing chromies off hubcaps on the seawall. <laughs> like I don't want to unless Jose Arquiti is is living out leaving out living out of the back of that that old putt putt golf place on switching a, license plates in yeah, the switching license plate yeah he's at Guido's he's at the Pleasure Pier pickpocketing <laughs> and there's a, was that Brandon Backy it's like I think so I can't tell with his facial hair his face is chubby and he's walking around him with his sleeveless hoodie on just humming <laughs> Sublime and whatever whatever that other that band that what is it Citizen Cope. I love Citizen Co. Yeah, isn't that just a cover band of another band? It's like 311 meets Sublime meets Heroin. <laughs> All those bands. 
<laughs> this guy's just got a shirt that just has Bran- right, so it just has Brandon so- Boyd on it. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I I don't I don't I'm not against. You know where I'm at on this, and this is like this probably sounds like a cop out after talking about all that, but whatever AJ Hinch decides, I'm fucking rolling with it. <laughs> I, I mean, ultimately, th- th- that's the trust. That's the trust that that Hinch has has earned. Uh, but not, but not if if he starts. But if he starts Wade Miley, the fucking Twittersphere, stupid term, is gonna blow up. So with me, he's earned the trust that whatever he does, even if it, even if it's a, not my personal choice, that's AJ Hinch. He's the manager. Like I'm still rolling with it. I don't think other people are as nice as I am, or, or respectful. Idiot well, Hinch. Oh, well, how? What an idiot! How could he start him? And, and they're making the argument to be just because Wade Miley. It's just what have you done for me lately? I, I I understand it, and you have to look at trends and how somebody's pitching and what they've done, but that should not completely discredit what they've done on a whole as on the season and as a career. There is something to be said for that, and in the playoffs especially, I like experience. I'm Jimi Hendrix. Are you I, I mean, are you experienced? I, 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 I'm Jimi Hendrix on it. I, I can't disagree with with that. I just I just think that. And, and of course, you know, we don't know what we, it's not like they're televising bullpen sessions or like side days. They have so much more. I keep going back to Kevin Goldstein saying we have truckloads more information uh, than you do. Of course um, they do, which is incredible, which is incredible. And I was just yeah. like to have like a day. I wonder if you could like I could go for like bring your daughter to work day and I'll be like, Daddy, Kevin, can you bring me in? <laughs> I just want just just I just want to like see a, there's got to be like computer programs that would just be incredible to play with entering in players yeah. and what they can do. There's just got to be so much cool shit. So there's there's so much more information at their disposal than there is ours. And we don't know, you know, what what's the rotation? I mean, we do just because of. You know some of the more advanced Twitter accounts that are out there, but you, with spin rate, but we don't know what spin rate is like, and, and how much of, of just letting Wade Miley try to figure it out in September was because hey, we've got a ten game lead, you know we can afford to lose one out of five games, you well, know, and, and, and still and still have home field advantage, you know, right. throughout the entire postseason. Yeah, we yeah we don't know where um, they, yeah where they stand on that because you're right that could, and that could that benefits the club one way or the other where they see where he's at. Or they're trying to get him to work through some stuff. Okay, but th- that kind of can bring us into the the next part. So postseason roster, because they're gonna there's gonna have to be some tough choices. There are. Who, who, so, who's in? I mean, who's the, out? Do what? Who's in? Who's out? Is I'm gonna ask you: Is Correa in? Are you kidding For me? The ALDS. Yes. Are you are you serious? Do you have you have concerns that he's not ready? Yeah. I think it'd be silly not to have concerns because uh, you can have concerns. He's on the roster. There's no way he's not. For six or seven weeks, he's he's been a couple of weeks away. I understand, plays, but he's been and, but he's been he, he's been in the lineup as active the last few days. He's been penciled in. He just wasn't. He just announced they weren't playing him. But he was ready okay. if some if push came to shove. It, 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 we don't need him to play right now. We need him Friday. He said he's fine. Of course he's in the. Of course he's in the roster. I just I can't I mean there's gonna be some he some someone dropped some ice and he slipped on an ice cube. Well, that can something could happen, but that doesn't I mean, as of now he's your shortstop. I don't. His and, and I, uh, I I I don't want to be this guy. That, you're being him. You're already like, you're already being, be, you're being him. I can hear it, but go ahead. I'm gonna be this guy. Like I'm just waiting on the next dumb thing 
where he's like, no, I'll be ready for the ALCS. Like, I, I, it's good. You know, I had a, I had a setback. You know, I, I was getting, I don't know. Danielle and I were having a towel fight, and she snapped me really hard, and it hurt my rib. Like, I, like there's some, if he could, if he goes down he for a rat, ta- a rat tail, then which is a, <laughs> which is a great name. Those things hurt, by the way, though. So if he does go down <laughs> yeah. for that, at least I'll be like, you know what? At least a rat tail, that a wet towel hurts. Uh, and Danielle is she's world renowned for her rat tails. She's really good at it. And yes. um, I did just right, right in the small of his back, and he's just like ah, right on his tramp stamp because you know he has one now. <laughs> a butterfly. Yeah, butterfly. The, uh, it's got Daniela in old English under it. When Crazy Town comes on, he's like, "This is our song," and she's like, "Huh?" And yeah. And then she's I, like, "Oh yeah, Crazy Town. This song. This is my song." Ooh, got it. <laughs> I just don't – at this point, he has not earned the benefit of the doubt for me. Like, I, I'm with Hinch, and Hinch has even said – and he's been a little more pointed as someone who kind of pays attention to – like, Hinch is really good at, at at saying a couple paragraphs worth of words that don't actually tell you anything. Right. Like, Hinch has said, like, recently, he's like, I'll feel better when he's on the field. And that's as pointed as he's going to get. Well, that's, that, that is – that's a frustrated A.J. Hinch. That is a very frustrated because I, I, you know, I in an ideal situation, there's nothing about this. But about he, but that, but you're not 2019. To, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, there, there's nothing about 2018 and 19 that have that have been an, that have been ideal for Carlos Correa. But in an ideal situation, he comes back middle of September, third week of September, uses these games just for reps, just to get his timing down. It doesn't matter if he goes 0 for 4. God knows they had plenty of guys doing that anyway. But but he just sees pitches, and and that didn't have. We don't know. I'm what, not worried. About, like I'm not worried about that. Box. I'm not worried about that with him. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think you, I don't think you should be either. I think you need to worry about his health and him being able to be out there, and 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 of course not being 2018 Carlos where he has no bat speed and can't hit a fastball. But that means but that was his back. He was no. Oh, but if he's out there and he's healthy. He, he can hit. He, he, we don't need to. Wor- we don't need to worry about him on the field because when he's on the field, he produces. In the playoffs, he been, produces. Uh, and AJ Hinch has he, been. He's been. He's been very dismissive. Like, oh, this is not a big deal. I. I think it's a that everything's in hand. We're good. Get your back right. The ALDS is Friday. Like, get your shit together. Like, but we're cool. Like, it's all good. He hadn't. AJ hadn't hadn't been frustrated on this stint. He's been very like, no big deal. We're good. I mean, that doesn't mean that that's the truth, but that's how he's been acting. Now, last year, that's when he gave you that when he's on the field soundbite, wasn't it? No, I want to say this was in the last week. Oh, I, I everything every clip I've seen was very. Uh, he may have said that, but not. It sounds harsher with you saying it like that than it does. Yeah, he could have. He like, like oh yeah, I mean, like, like obviously, like he's fine. I mean, obviously, well, I'll feel better when he's on the field, like when he's actually playing. But like, as far as I know, it's good. And everything Carlos has said is that it's fine, that he's good to go. It's just he needs to get right. And that's how I, I feel that he needs to just get right. He's been out for six weeks because because he's he swung and missed in the first inning of a game. Uh, he, he, he wasn't in a car wreck. He didn't slip and fall. But he, he came back and he hit two home floor. runs in a game and was productive. Like, he he can play. And then a flight a flight messed, messed, messed up his back. To where well, he didn't play the last. Well, that's five again, games. that's not his fault. We talked about this on the Patreon show a lot. Um, oh, by the way, d- donate to that. We have bonus shows and all sorts of fun stuff going on. Donate to that. Yep. But, um, yep. but yeah, that's not an indictment on Carlos Correa. And I think I that, think it is. No, I, I know you do. 
I know you do, and you're not alone in that sentiment. But I, I don't think that that has anything to do with his want to be on the field, with his mental fortitude, with, with his toughness. I, I has, it has nothing to do with that. Just because he has, he's brittle and he's, his back's degenerative does not mean <laughs> that – I mean, that's his livelihood. That's how he makes his money. That's all he's ever known, all he's ever done. And there's no – I mean, there is nothing that tells me that Carlos Correa doesn't want to be out there. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. But like, that's I'm, what it's, it's I, coming I, off like that. That it's like, oh, what is it going to be now? Carlos doesn't want to play. What is it? That's what it sounds like. Now your voice isn't like that. I wasn't mocking you. I, but I, <laughs> I just, I, I think, I think he wants he wants nothing more than to be on the field and be the 930 OPS guy that that he was when he in the limited time that he was. Of course season. he does. I, I don't I don't think he I don't think he's traded in baseball for Hollywood. Uh, what I do think thing. is that I think that his body has. Like he's got a decision to make soon on which which path is he going to pursue. Well, he I doesn't... don't think the Astros need to trade him. The, no. the Astros absolutely do not need to trade him. They need no. to keep him because when he's healthy, he's world class. But I think his well, body is in such a state that if you're out for six weeks because you swung wrong, because you broke, you know, not long after you had a, a rib broken during a massage, not long after you were basically not able to play in a lot of 2018 because of back issues. Like there, there, his, his body has not, his body has failed him in the last 18 to 20 months. Yeah. And I, and that, and that's, and I, I don't, I, that's not a reflection of his desire. It's not a reflection of his well, I think, effort. It's just, it's, that's just his no, that's, physical, that's, facts. that's his physical state. Right. I, and I think it's time that the team, take a look at that and also Carlos and say, Hey, is it time to do the a rod and go to third base, go to third base, and go move, to first base and yeah. or, or first base and who's Bregman to short. Yeah. Bregman to short I no mean, matter what, but I mean, you, you could put Yuli back at third, but yeah, I think moving him to third, uh, take, gets rid of all those diving up the middle, uh, off balance, planting your foot and throwing against the grain, twisting your back throws that he does. Yep. I, I, I think that would save a lot of that, and, and I don't, I'm not sure that would even help with some of the stuff we're it, dealing it with. Not. But that would eliminate – because the way he plays, Carlos is not going to not dive up the middle. He plays a great shortstop, right. and he plays a physical shortstop. And I, I think that – I don't know if it's – I don't know. But I, I think that they need to start exploring other options to prolong Carlos Correa's career and his tenure here in Houston. But for now, they're training him is re- I almost said retarded. Um, <laughs> no, I guess me almost saying retarded is still saying retarded. But um, <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. But yeah, I mean, it's just like you've got you've got him. There's no reason like you're not. He's not on a super contract yet. There is no reason. There is no reason to trade him for anything right now. Exactly. There Unless... and, and nothing dropped off. He didn't play. He didn't play this year for the most part. And he and like they're they're still the best team in history of the world. So that's, I mean, the, the Astros' best team ever. Yeah. Best team in the big leagues. Yeah. And, and we got, we got what, 20% Carlos Correa? Probably. I mean, I keep going back to the, he has missed 43% of the regular season since the beginning of 2018. Yeah, that's not good. That's that's not, I mean, Garrett, I want to say, uh, I don't think that's true, but and no, it's not. I was going to say, like, Garrett, uh, but to miss... To play in sixty, to play in fifty-five percent of your games—that's Cole Verlander, 
and Wade Miley. Like that's that's you're impacting the same number of games as as three pitchers. Right. Like that's not what you want from your 25 year old shortstop. Your superstar shortstop. Yeah. No, I I, I completely agree with you. I just I, so no. So I'm what I'm what I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, I have I have zero doubt about. Correa's commitment to baseball, commitment to the Astros, his ability to play, his desire to play. I just think his body is failing him. Yeah, that may be, but I, I think that that he's in the place to where he may he may be hurting, but it's time for him to to take a page out of everybody else's book. Altuve on one knee. Lance McCullers Jr. pitching for two years with no UCL. Um, <laughs> and he came and Correa came into the season saying, "I'm I'm I'm gonna play 155 plus," and he played 75 games. It's the, but that's not his fault. Of course, he of course he wants to play every day. The only guy the so, only guy that managed that was Bregman. Was the, was your your Mr. Reliable? And and honestly, like moving moving positions might. I think a season. Even if you just said, like, look, going into 2020, like, Bregman's the shortstop, Correa's the third baseman. You need to stay on the field for a, for 130 games. Because, you know, Hinch is going to give him plenty of days off. You're going to get your you – know? you will get your rest, and you'll, you'll get yep. your 10-day IL, fake IL, Ibiza trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, remember when, we, when he was just going to Ibiza and he was just well, <laughs> you can go setting up his fedoras? Yeah. He's yeah. buying. He's shopping in the Charlie Sheen section at Neiman's. <laughs> so where, where do y'all te- where do you keep your your linen bowling shirts over here? Okay, I want to I want to look like Johnny Drama. Yeah. From Entourage, but also John B. <laughs> okay, so yes. So to answer your question, thirty minutes later, the yes, he's on he's on the playoff roster. I'm he's more on the roster. Cons- is is Kyle Tucker on the roster? Now this is this is interesting because Kyle Tucker probably did enough to grab a spot, but if it came down to him and a Miles Straw, I I put I take Miles Straw just to pinch 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 run and run bases. Uh, you know Straw is more versatile than Tucker. They started to move uh, Tucker around, you know, first base and and different corner outfield spots, but but Straw. Just, in, a, in a little bit longer, and he's lightning fast. He's so lightning agree, fast. So the Derek, the Derek, yeah, the De- yeah, me too. The the, the Derek Fisher role to to go yeah. win game five. You know, like that's all Derek Fisher did. I think the entire postseason. And and I think that. But that's all you, you need know, him you for. Go it. pinch run in the late innings. If Jordan hits a double, Miles Straw on second base. Let's go fucking score that. <laughs> Yeah, no, and if if Straw if, if if Straw is on first, he's as good as on second one pitch later. Right. Right. Yeah, no, he he is, think, he is that fast that he makes a difference and that's no you know, no no shot to Kyle Tucker. I think Kyle Tucker was I think he uh, alleviated a lot of the uh the pressure he put on himself and from fans to come up and say, "Look, I can play the game at this level. I'm going to be good. Just chill out. Like give me some time." And I so I, I, I and he's like, I'm 22 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking creatine. Uh, he probably isn't 20. He's 17, always 17. <laughs> he said he was 20. He's like, he's actually 13. It's like it's World War II. Yeah, he just not, wanted to sign up and help The opposite cause. of Guriel being 45 and lying about his age. He's actually, <laughs> Kyle Tucker's actually 17. He's signing fake documents to get in the league. Because his parents wouldn't, the parents wouldn't sign a slip. So he's got a fake identity. 
<laughs> he's skipping out of. He's got. He's at. He's at like a pro grad meeting for something for yearbook, and he's skipping it to go go on a road trip with the Astros. And they're like, Kyle, are you gonna be? When are you gonna send your the photos for the for the yearbook section? He's like, I'll get it. Just chill. But his name's not Kyle. It's he's. He's Dave Roberts. I don't know why his name is Dave Roberts. It's just like the the Dodgers manager. But yeah, it's David Roberts. And he's like, no, I'm definitely not. I saw the guy that got for the Astros looks a lot like you. No, I'm with my parents. We're in Hawaii. I don't know why. Business trip. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he's lying. He's 17. He'll probably be 17 in the next two or three years. <laughs> Jordan's forty-seven. Is that, the, is that it for the roster battles? Are there other? Well, but, there I mean, but I mean, we have we have the. Uh, I mean, we were having the the Miley or Keedy debate. Is that a, a this or a another? Like, I mean, is it one or the other? Or are they both on the roster? No matter. Like who's not on? Like who's not on it? Like who, so who's not on it? I know that none of the young guys. I mean, we're not. We're gonna no stubs and no. I mean, we, I know those guys are gone, but like, who's not on it? Like, uh, no Joe hey, Smith. Colin like, McHugh? yeah. Well, no. Well, he's but he's out for the year. Have they officially said like no? He's done. And so many words. Okay. Uh, indefinitely was when it started happening. But uh, okay, so yeah, so you got Colin McHugh. Um, but you get so you get Brad Peacock back. I don't know. So so uh, is Biagini on it? I don't want him to be. It would have to I don't want Rondone on it. I don't want game. fucking Rondone. If he pitches, I'm already mad just saying his name. <laughs> he's been, he's been all right. No, he's always, always a pitch away from losing a game. Every time he's, he's <laughs> got, like it. Yeah. he's got the tying run at the plate. He's put two on like, and just cause he throws hard, he just seems to coast by it. I don't know. He disrespected Hinch. I'm surprised he's still on this team when he didn't come he out last year. Hinch. Last year, when he didn't come out? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. He was throwing a fit because he wasn't on the uh, was on the ALDS roster, wasn't it? He did throw a fit, And then, yes. he, then he made the ALCS roster and was just back. And I know that can happen, so, but, like, but uh, yeah, he was there. He didn't, or he didn't, yeah, when they were announcing the the team, he didn't, he wasn't out there. He didn't come out. But to, to tie in two arguments, you know why he wasn't on the ALDS roster? Because he had a bad September like Wade Miley. Like, the Astros have done this before. I, yeah, I, and, and if they do it again, I'm on board with it. So, like, that's that's the kind of the weird thing about this argument is that if it is Urquidy, I, yeah, I don't think we I'm, I'm like, I know, I'm no, I'm rooting for Urquidy, and if he's the pick and and the team wants to go with it, then fucking go get it, kid. Like, go get it. I just if if we're gonna if we're if it's all we're gonna debate and we're gonna talk baseball, I I would I would prefer him not not have it on him in a in a in a game four. No matter what the situation is, I would rather have experience. And whether I mean, I don't know if Peacock stretched up enough, but I mean, even if it's not Miley, I would I would prefer a Brad Peacock over an Orkiti. You know, and, and Colin McHugh would be perfect for this. Right. For this debate. And and in the debate, I mean, like we're and a few people have said this, and just in kind of in the arguments on this, is that this is this is a spoil of riches or whatever the. Whatever the uh, whatever the cliche is, like we're talking about a fourth starter who, which is every single team is I mean, we're we're dealing with three unbelievable players, and like I mean we're 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 fine. Like so we're not it's it's not a disadvantage no matter who goes out there. You know you know what you know what arguments like especially with this team arguments like 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 these 
it sort of feels like you're you're trying to establish a position so that if if you turn out if things don't go the way that you had had and I'm saying you is in like is if things don't don't go the way that one has gone on record as saying like this is how I think it should go it, it's like it gives it gives one license to to bitch basically to to be like oh look I, you know I said this I did the, I, I I told you I don't like the I don't like the I don't like the I told I don't like the I told yous yeah, I don't either. Unless I'm, it's me saying in June the Astros are going to win 107 games. No, if it's exactly like yeah, no, if it's that kind of stuff, and like yeah, but it's fun. But like a lot of people, like <clears throat> they talk about their receipts on Twitter, and they're just like, oh, I just, I've been saying this. Like we, we've all been saying this. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't like that. That I don't. It doesn't give you any credibility. I don't know, but that's yeah, true. but I, no, but I'm with you. People, people absolutely do that. And I just think that that's how good this team is. Is that these are the this is what we're debating. Like, I, okay, so let's let's get off this, and let's <laughs> get let's point. get let's get to. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's micro. We're micromanaging our our debates. Like, this is we're worried about a fourth starter in a playoff team on with. I mean, I mean, just what are we what are we even talking about with a team yeah. that can score twenty runs on anybody? So. Okay, so let's do. Uh, before so, we close it out, we're almost at an hour. So let's. I, I I know you had a you had a question or two, but let's just I, I guess the postseason predictions. What who do you want? Who do you don't want? Do you care? I, I, I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't either. But the the A's you have to play whoever comes to you. The A's give me just the way they play us and the way they have a little bit of that magic. Like they, I'm not scared of the A's, but they they don't. I don't have a good feeling with them. They're annoying, but I, I and I pointed this out to someone last night that they're like, why, what, you know, what's a good reason for for wanting to play the A's? And I'm like, okay, the A's won six of their last eight against the Astros, but if you look at who the losing pitcher was in those six games, yeah. they got Verlander once. It's Cy Snead. It's Rogelio Armenteros. Yes. It's Wade Miley. Like it, that, you can't. It's almost every single. Uh, to say that the Yankees, the Astros beat the Yankees four out of seven in the regular season, right. that's true. The Yankees were were really beat up yeah. when we played them the first time. The Astros were really beat up when we played them the second time. It, it almost doesn't matter because if you've made it this far, you're you're a good team. And no one's gonna say that the '97 win A's are. Oh a good no, team. no, they're they're very good. The thing the thing that concerns me about the A's is is. They're, the, they're the, gonna have a they're gonna have like a, a prayer circle before, and they're gonna summon a power that we're not ready for because they're all youth yeah, ministers. The ghost, the ghost of too short. No, but um, <laughs> but I, I I think the thing that I don't know if it concerns me, but the 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 rise of Luzardo, uh, mm-hmm. he's I mean he's a modern day K Rod. That dude's legit, and and the and problem so, is he's and, gonna and be in the rotation next year. Yeah, well, I mean, so but I mean, but, that, but that's like he's like no, they're not. But that, that's their only one. Like that Sean Mania, who's I I guess he he pitches game one. Are they giving. I mean, I, I, I no, he no, play, no, no. I guess he'll they'll give him the wild card. I guess. But if you have a Mania about the A's, what's crazy about the A's is that I I could name maybe four players on the A's, but but there's 21 more right behind them that are that are solid players. I just don't know who they are. Well, they're pitching the pit. Well, that's why the Lazardo. Is Lazardo's got absolutely filthy stuff. He's the truth. Um, he's what we wanted Forrest Whitley to be this year. But having him on the in, in the back end and he's pitching multiple innings. So if you get you get four or five from Sean Mania and then you hand the ball over to Lazardo and he takes you into the eighth or ninth, then 
that really shortens the game. So that's yep. it's just something to to make note about. They also I don't know, is Homer Bailey still in their rotation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so like the Homer Bailey, like uh, okay, oh it's, oh it's Zach Greinke versus Homer Bailey. Okay, any oh <laughs> is this 2012? Yeah. Yeah, so we're playing the the Reds. Who else is Adam Dunn coming up? <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't even know all of their pitchers, and I and I follow baseball and, and the A's in this division closely. That's that's kind of what we're dealing with. So I mean, I'm assuming they go Manaya, and I don't know as an opener maybe in in the wild card against because it's gonna be Charlie Morton, and I I, I I'm assuming it's Manaya, right? I I guess I, I just said like I don't know. There's Matt Chapman. There's that other dude. There's well, the Matt one Chapman's guy that looks their like third ba- Well, he's their third baseman. What do you mean? He's not pitching. No, but I'm just I'm just saying like I, I'm naming A's on this team. Like there's well, that yeah, Ricardo dude. You got no. They, they come on. You can name a bunch of them. You Jim got, Lowry, got Direction yep. Profar. You've got Simeon. You've got Chapman. You've got Olson. You got they're good. They're good. They're all the same guy. They're all, they're all the same guy. Oh, you got you got Piscotti. Oh yeah. And you got our good our, our boy Robbie Grossman. Like they got they got a good team. <laughs> Coco Crisp. Do they still have Coco Crisp? Chris Davis with a K, baby, with a silent H. The, the not sucky one. The not sucky Chris Davis. I th- I still think Jer- Jerks and Profar is such a cool ass fucking name. That's a cool name. It really is. You know, you uh, got, are, are my my favorite, my favorite I mean, player I, in the I league, Josh. Like, they got Josh Fe- Fegley. <laughs> their cool. their their superstar catcher. Okay. Okay. No, but I'm but, gonna go but, with Reddick. Reddick said after last night's game, after Saturday night's game, he was like, "I think we can all agree we have a really good chance of beating w- either of them." And I, and I, that's that's how I'm gonna go. A five no, we, a five game series, it it shakes out how it shakes out. I, but I, well, this is, this is, you just have to play whoever's next and right. you have to beat them. And and you tweeted this out that and it's just facts that. Throughout the entire postseason, like it goes through Houston. So if we get beat, then we get beat on our own terms at home. Yep. But I, I mean, I, and I think that I don't know if this is just like normal postseason nerves that I'm just like, oh, that everybody starts to look a little bit different. Like you start to look, oh, the A's have beat us. Oh, no. Like you just start to freak out if that's like past, like past sports trauma. Like trauma, past, yeah. past Astros trauma, we're just like, oh no, they're gonna, they're gonna Kevin Brown us, you know, which is terrifying, yeah. um, and that and that could be part of it. But I fully expect the Astros to win the American League pennant and and win the World Series. I I I, I just That's do. That's where I am. I I just do, and I and I'm not one of these people that says if they don't, it's a failure, because I mean you can get beat, and I have to see how it plays out, of course. But like I I just don't. I don't think anybody should be scared of anybody, like the the Yankees included. The Yankees are very good. I I, I would love to have a, a an a, a just a ALCS showdown with the New York Yankees again. I I, I mean that's great for baseball. It's great for us. I want to beat the best teams. Yeah, I want to take your best shot. Although after we've won one and we went through everybody, I I don't care if if there's an upset and we get we get a little easier. If the Twins beat the Yankees and we're just like, okay, I'll take the Twins. Yeah, uh, and, or and if, if the Nationals like somehow go on a run, like and and we the, and the, we don't have to face the Braves or the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, no, they, they could, well, but uh, they could, but like, is this and this is very disrespectful for to our hundred win team, even though they're playing in a shit division. The the Twins, I do not respect. No, I, they I, get to play. 
they play they, three they, they played, three garbage ass fucking teams over and they, over like yes they played almost half of their season against teams that were not trying to win and and I, you know say what they were you actually want. trying to lose no I, I but I just don't I just don't I do not respect them I think they're a good baseball team and shout out to them they get annihilated by the Yankees in the first round maybe in the DS. Here's what's weird, and maybe this is this is what comes with with having won a World Series in the last two years. But I'm really looking forward to watching. Like in 2017, I was so nervous that if the Astros weren't weren't playing, that I was in like a sensory deprivation chamber. This year, like I'm really interested in in how these other series go because right. it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I am. I'm actually really excited to watch the the. The wildcard games this week, and then just to uh, to kick back and watch the National League postseason. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I think the best teams. The, I mean, ultimately, the best teams made it, and now it's just well, all right. This is what this is what you've been working for. So let's let's get it on. Like, do it. Let's go. And, and you know what? And, and about the and we'll, we'll wrap it up here because we've gone over an hour. But uh, not that we're not. We can go, go as long as we want. But. Um, the thing about the baseball postseason is I I love baseball, but I spend so much time following the team that I love. I don't watch a lot of other games. I don't have time for it. So something about the it's fun about the postseason is that you get to watch other teams and have and be able to enjoy baseball where your team isn't in it. And I know yeah, I know that, and I know there's psychopaths that that just like they just and I, don't, I say that with respect. That just like if the Astros are done, they're on MLB, seeing who's on. They're they're watching Sunday Night Baseball, no matter what. I just don't. I just can't. I don't consume baseball that way. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I won't. I'm not saying I won't. I'm not saying I won't watch a game, but I'm not. I'm not seeking out. You know, Philadelphia versus Washington in the middle of in the middle of May. Like I, the Astros are playing every night. Like I just don't. I don't watch a lot of other games. So it's fun in the postseason to watch these games that mean something with these other teams and whether it, yeah. it impacts your team or not going forward. Like it's fun. It's fun to watch. I tend to scale back on <clears throat> commenting about uh, like on Twitter over the past few years. Like this is sort of, <clears throat> maybe this is just me, but like there's someone who's like me for another team that, that they're living and dying with each pitch. And I just, I'll, I'll be on Twitter, but I won't tweet all that much because like, I don't want to clog up somebody's timeline. Like, I mean, right. like that, that's there's someone out there that's that's going absolutely insane because of what's about to happen. And and they don't need to hear my like, I don't know, Josh Reddick joke or, or whatever at that point. Well, see, I, so well, I that's, to, but you I can write the jokes, though. No, that's what the timeline needs. The jokes that whenever I'm going off during a game, I'm usually writing jokes. I'm not I'm not commenting about the game like because I can't I'm already watching it. Like, I don't if I'm really going through a tough time and or I'm stressing like I'm not on Twitter. I'm actually stressing. <laughs> See, my thing I'm is, pacing. I'm walking around, like, watching it, not talking. I'm not. I'm not on. Tw- I'm already stressed. I don't need to read 15 other tweets saying the same thing I am to work me up and have send me into a <laughs> downward spiral of panic. I just. I, I no. I'm already panicking. I don't need that. See, I'm streaming the games, and so because my wife won't let me go out and watch the game in public. Smart. Like, that's smart. TV. That's smart. Yeah, uh, she's like, you're gonna get arrested, or you're gonna have a two hundred dollar bar tab. So you're just gonna stay home. And Fair. and so because we stream it, like I'm two minutes behind. So there have been times where I've used Twitter, like it's like so tense. I'm like, I, I gotta find out is is it good news or bad news? And I just sort of, 
and I just try to get the the tone of how the timeline is oh. just to sort of prepare to prepare myself for what's about to happen like a minute down the road. Maybe that's weird. I don't know. No, that's that's part of the fun. But I mean, if you just see I, if you see everybody, if you see a bunch of me just tweeting last names, you know something good happened. Yeah. Astros. So, all right. Let yeah. All right, so so we're both on the same page, join Astros. Yeah, yeah, join that. It's fun. Our our bonus shows are fun. We're, we're we go off the rails. We're crazy. Are we crazy? Yep. I don't know. I think we are. We both don't. I, I, we can we can just say we both don't remember the last show, but we think it was good. I, I definitely <laughs> it was pretty entertaining. I definitely sent it out. Um, didn't you have a question about John Cougar Mellencamp or something? Hey, well, and, uh, we can we can say that for a bonus episode. Okay. Good deal. So yeah, the Astros are going to win, and uh, we oh so uh, we are doing we're gonna do post game shows for every postseason game uh, on the Patreon. So join that, so you can after every the night after every postseason game we're gonna we're gonna have a show and a recap. So don't don't watch seven ninety where some drunk ant is calling in about some nonsense. <laughs> like we're going to, we'll break it down and we'll, we'll actually give you a post game and a, and a recap whether you trust us or not. Uh, so, so go on the Patreon backslash Lima time time and uh, help us out. And we'll provide some content for you for the postseason. Other than that, we'll, uh, we'll see you around the bend. <laughs>